I can't believe we're back here again, dude. Hey, we need to go deeper into the dark and maybe into it and save, you know, whatever I run across. I mean, whatever we run across. Oh no, you got a pretty penny for those jewels, didn't you? Hey, it's abandoned. And if they don't want it, I'll gladly take it for them. Okay, am I having a mental breakdown? Or do I not remember us being chased out of here last time from something? Um, are you wearing a cat suit? Did you bring the other stuff? Yeah, I brought the book, the salt, and the herbs. What did you bring? Rock salt shells and... Let's rail this bit! Hey! Hi! Wait! It's unlocked, dude. My way would have been more badass. Of course. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, Deeper Into the Dark. We're two friends descend into true crime, the paranormal, and all things strange. My name is Steph. And I'm Christina. And welcome back to our 13th episode. One, three, whoop, whoop. I honestly did not think we'd make it to 13. <laughs> I thought for sure... We'd get like five in and be like, hey, dude, we're done. Yeah, we're going to remove all of our episodes. Yeah. But we're at 13, hoes. What do you think about that? Ugh. Oh my God, hold it back. Hold it back. Ugh. I'm just so excited. We made it to 13. 13 more to go. <laughs> and then we'll reconsider. And then we'll reconsider <laughs> after that. We'll be like, oh, is like, this um, really the path we want to take? Is this really what we want to do? Oh, you know, Let's I've only go opened it. A bank account recently. Yeah. <laughs> well, how have you been, Christina? I'm finally asking you again. I know. I wouldn't allow it before. Um, doing good. Uh, this Friday will be my last day at my job, and it's a bittersweet, but I'm excited for my new job, which will be starting next week. Yeah, and I never realized how much like paperwork and stuff you have to do. Because I've always gone inside my company, so this is my first job outside my company, but you know what? Was it like 80 pages or something? Um, no, it was just like asking me the same stuff over and over again on the computer. Sorry. And it was like my work history, like to verify my address and stuff, and then I know I'm not even done yet. I don't even know if I'm going to get drug tested or anything, because I've never done that. It's been a long time. Last time I did something like that, I was working at Walmart and Best Buy. It's Walmart. Are you kidding me? Their employees look high. The people giving you the test look high. What is it? I open up the freezer section and there's pot coming through the milk. <laughs> it's not ice. It's just fucking yeah. smoke. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. You're like, well, I definitely needed that. Let me do it again. <laughs> I mean, there's no cameras back there. I know for experience, guys. There's no cameras back there. It's cold, though, so I always wear a jacket and stuff. But you're by yourself, so. Interesting. Especially night shift. Oh, you did no work night shift. Yeah, I did night shift. So annoying. Huh, whatever makes But it was the nice, money. but I hated being inside the freezers opening boxes. I fucking hated it. <laughs> I was always so cold, because you know I'm already cold in general. Mm -hmm. You're a cold person. Like, I may be chunky, but I'm always cold. I may be chunky. Oh, gross eyeballs. <laughs> Stephan just touches eyeball in front Sorry, of me. Sorry, I put like a little <laughs> eyelid pimple, and I was like, I have to scratch it, or it's going to bother me. Uh, I have to close my eyes for a minute. You can Sorry. cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because I have eyeball she has, phobias. Yeah, she has an eyeball phobia. She hates eyeballs. And I can't touch it. I can't see people touching their eyeballs. What else is it aside from spiders? Uh, is it skin? 
like weird skin. No, that's me. I hate skin flaps. Yeah, you hate skin. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't call me fucking gay in three <laughs> different languages. So what about vagina lips? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Vaginas are fine. I won't personally choose that, but you know, whatever happens, happens. But like, you know, ew. <laughs> if I ever have a kid and give birth, I want you to be there. <laughs> Knowing me, he'll probably be a C-section, though. You know, there's still skin flaps. <laughs> just seeing your stomach skin flaps all flappy. Just... <laughs> they're going to make an incision, and they're going to pull my stomach. They're going to move your intestines first. Then... Well, they're going to pull the skin up, mm-hmm. move the intestines, and then pull out this thing. The placenta. Yeah. With the baby inside. Yeah, and then... Yeah, I paid attention in school. (laughs) They're going to pop it like a balloon. It's going to go... And they're going to be like, go catch the baby down the hole. And there's going to be blood everywhere. (laughs) Huzzah, it's a baby. How do you not love that? Huzzah, it's a baby. (laughs) Huzzah, it's a magic trick. Blood Blood is fine. I don't mind blood. It's the flappy skin. It's weird. It makes me think of like... I don't even know, like wet tortilla or like cold shit inside like... Like, I don't know, like, when you put your hands inside a cold sink water and you feel, like, food rub across your fingers. That's what I think of, like, wet skin. Just grosses me out. Oh, and skin slippage. Don't even get me started. Have you heard of that? No, but does it when your skin comes off? Like, your body's, like, in water. Like, your your dead body's been in water and they try and grab you and, like, your skin just peels off from the bone. I've had patients that are burn victims. And and skin slippage. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. The grossest I've seen was when they had bandaged up this guy's foot and he would not listen to us and he decided to take it off himself and I just see his skin coming off his foot and I just wanted to throw up. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I just like ran out of the room, like wanting to cry and throw up at the same time. It's so gross. And the nurse was like, what's wrong? And I was just like, the guy had four. I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) You go figure it out yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah. Anyways. Eyeballs gross. Anyways. um, What was I saying? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You've been going to school. Oh, yeah. So, I'll have an extra day off. Um, And then work. Yeah. Right now, my class is in person. Sorry, we're so sleepy. Those sandwiches are hitting. Yeah. The carb overload. All that bread. It's finally hitting. Bread. Plus, I feel like we should just, like, record early in the mornings because we're always young. I know. <laughs> Anyways. But um, what I was saying was I just feel like I just have Saturday off because even though I hang out with you and stuff, it just feels like this is kind of another job. So, because I have to study hey, girl, I'm trying and... to get us <laughs> into a different field that allows us to work from home or on tour or something. I don't know. I'm just planning ahead. Yeah. Because I have nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Well, yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for our future. Together. Forever. Oh, my God. Christina was trying to ask if I was going to take care of her kids. I'm like, if I have to, I guess. Oh, my God. I said, okay. I said, what happens if I were to die? Would you take care of my kids? And he was like. No. Um, no, you have your sister. I was like, okay, what if it was like a terrible accident? Me, my sister, my grandma, like all immediate families are dead. And Laura, um, like, met someone, and she's living off somewhere, and she can't come yet, or whatever. 
would you raise my kid? And he was like, if all that happens, yeah, I guess. But it's like, I'm... I'm not doing anything special. Like, they're going to take care of themselves. <laughs> and your cats are going to... My cats are going to watch Yeah. Them. He was like, my cats will probably do the raising. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter and Winter will raise your cat, your kids. I'll just Sorry. make sure they won't miss the bus. <laughs> yeah, I was like, aren't y'all supposed to be on the bus right now or something? Did y'all sign up for that? I don't know. I'm going to bed. Bye. I'd be the worst then. parent ever. <laughs> just kidding. I just wanted to see what your answer would be. Hey, I'm just being real. <laughs> No, I don't know. I I I feel like if it's your kids, I feel like I'd deeply fall in love with them. I'd be like, oh, look at my babies. You love me more than your mommy, don't you? You love me more. Yes, you do. Okay, you can take it back. They're gonna learn how to meow. Meow, meow, like okay. If you have to go boom boom, you can go in the litter box. If you have to go boom boom, you go litter box. Oh, we're not at the potty training level just yet. He shits in the box. <laughs> Look keep it low to the ground. <laughs> Why is my name John St. Christopher Bella Lugosi the third of Elvira's bosom the fourth? <laughs> Your mother named you John. You're and welcome. I didn't want that. No, like, I can just imagine if I had to go on a trip for a weekend and I had you watch my kid, I'll come back and they're going to be, like, sleeping on top of the cat um, scratching posts. <laughs> I am not that bad. I'll give them a blanket. With with, <laughs> with snacks thrown in the corner. <laughs> in a water bowl. One of those little big-ass gerbil water thingies. <laughs> and then my, I just walk in, and my kid's, like, trying to get off, and you're like, do not move from your spot. <laughs> Stay. Hi, Christina. I trained your your um, child thing. I taught him new tricks. Look, ka-ching, 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 with the cat bell. <laughs> I take my ki- my kid home and dude, it just starts licking itself. Dude, day. if I ever try adopting a kid, now they're gonna listen to this audio and be like, "We're not giving you yeah, our damn kid." You- <laughs> <sighs> I told I asked Greg. I was like, "Would you ever adopt a kid, or like, would you ever get a kid?" And he was like, "Yeah, I would." I was like, okay, like, not that we're gonna, but what would it be? He's like, a girl, obviously. And he was like, I would treat her like the perfect princess. So I was like, I know you would. And he's like, and you wouldn't give a shit. I was like, no, she'd be my gothic princess. I'd give her everything I wanted. Oh, my God. I, it'll probably come out like me, where it's all, like, girly and pink and stuff, listening to, like, the wrong kind of music. And you'll just see this little girl in a princess outfit banging her head. Oh, easily. And me trying to make her, like, use makeup. No, you cannot, Amy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to put that eyeliner on right, you're not using it at all. <laughs> Do you Make want... Make it expensive. <laughs> well, you're going to have to go and play on your dad's computer then, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. If you want to be on the next episode of DITD, <laughs> you better shape up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, I've been okay, Christina. Oh, well, we were still, like, on the discussion, but yeah, how have you been? I've been What's okay. going on? Nothing. Just bored. <laughs> I've just been working. I hate this place. Not that if anybody from my job listens to me, like, I just hate warehouse so much, but I have to, because that's all that's hiring around this shithole. Anyways, that's it. Next well, hopefully up. you'll apply to that other place I told you about, so you can get, like, kind of in a different field. 
I just told you I don't like skin flaps, and you're trying to get me to go into the medical no, field. You'd be like a little reception person. You wouldn't be touching bodies. And I'd have to hear about erectile dysfunction. I'm not okay with no, that. No, this is different. You'll just be checking people and you don't even know what they're there for. Hi, how can I help you? Hi, I yes, have erectile dysfunction. Um, they'll be here shortly you, to get you. What is it? You touch my pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not touch your pee-pee, sir. I didn't see you on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was, what's that website you just told me about? Oh, Sniffies? Sniffies. No, I did sir. not see you on... Well, I'm looking at my app, and I don't see you on here, so no, I did not touch your pee-pee. <laughs> no, sir. We did not meet on Sniffy. I have to delete that profile. Damn, too many guys are trying to hit me up. <laughs> Hi, Zara. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, just nothing much. About... Just been working. Doing my Shabbat Shablam. Been thinking about... Oh, we went to an estate sale. Oh, yes. Steph and Greg have never been to an estate sale. We went and I made out like a mad woman. So excited. <laughs> You should have seen Christina. She was, like, back and forth in between rooms. And I'm just, like, standing in the corner like that weird goth kid in high school again. Just, like, yep. <laughs> and then and then he finally did kind of get into it towards, like... The end. The end. He, when we went to one of the bedrooms and it was, like, a lot of patterns and... Oh, for dresses and whatnot? Yeah. And then he started, like, making up her life story. I was, like... So she was definitely a, a designer... That went to, like, places like Japan and Paris. She did. I mean, it looked like they had money, because a lot of that stuff looked like antique stuff from, like, those little side markets. Yeah. And their whole stuff was, like, a whole bunch of, um, what is it? Like, Chinese, not Chinese, but, like, because uh, that's very... No, I saw a lot of Arabic stuff. Arabic, Serbia, what is yeah. it, Jerusalem. What is that other, um... And they were addicted to, like... Wicker furniture? <laughs> yeah, and macaws and tigers. It was weird. Like, it was all a lot of that South, Southeast Asian, right? Yeah. Like, area and whatnot. A lot of their stuff was really interesting. I mean, it's not, not my personal taste, but I was like, this is not my vibe. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh man, this is so sad. Like, you die and people are just buying your stuff. Yeah. I it's was just like, laid out there for you. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this lady died, now people are just taking your shit because nobody wants to deal with it. Oh, well. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I was like, okay, can I get this dog step, please? Can I get this heater? <laughs> and Anyways, this squeegee. <laughs> so I got, yeah, I got a heater, like a little space heater that's probably the size of a couch pillow. <laughs> it's kind of big. Um... And then, My parents have the same exact one. Yeah, and then dog steps, which I was needing, and then a little squeegee thing. So is I that little turd using it finally, or is no. she still protesting? Yeah. Well, she's. She, I'd leave her it. ass down there until she uses it. She jumps over it and almost hurt herself. <laughs> she's better continue hurting herself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. But anyways, I got all of that for eight bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if you manage to find a coupon for it still. Right. Oh, $8, she has a coupon for this, too. Where can you even get coupons for an estate sale? Take it. Take <laughs> coupon. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about couponing, and I was like, man, I want to be one of those people who, like, go in there, purchase, like, $2,000 worth of stuff, and, like, this one girl I watched, she literally, her purchase went up to, like, 1800 and the store owed her $0.31. Cents. That's insane. I'm like, how? The math don't math like that. Yeah, the math don't math like that. <laughs> but... I saw it in person, and I was like, I need to be this person. 
I, when I was in um, school, there was this one teacher, she was talking with us, and she said she'd keep on really hardcore. She's like, oh yeah, I got a whole binder one. She's like, you think this is crazy? Because she had like a little pouch. She's like, this is my on-the-go when I'm not shopping. She's like, I just keep coupons on the side in case I see something. And I was like, you have a whole binder? She's like, yeah. She's like, how do you think I'm buying a summer home? And I'm like, okay, Miss Whatever the Whatever Your Name Is, getting your summer home from couponing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Because I always see people posting online like, um, oh yeah, buy this laundry detergent. This is such a great deal. And it's like them selling it outside of their home because they keep on and got that shit for free. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, okay. Oh. I ain't mad. Mm. I but yeah, ain't mad. Be really cool to do. Oh, and I'm assuming, I'm hopefully Christina was being honest about that, but me and Christina are going to start exercising at our little gym oh, we have yes. here together. I don't know when we're going to do that, but we're going to do it. Because I have a gym, gym right here at my apartment. And I'm going to use it because I need to get my butt back. I had a nice, fat, juicy booty. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures. And now it's, like, not even a booty. It's more like a cake, a flat cake, <laughs> a flapjack. It went, went like that baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Or, like, two broke girls. You just cut the rock and then you go. <laughs> yeah, I've been on a two broke girls binge. Lately, me and Greg have been into it because we needed a show, and we're like, let's just watch some regular old crappy TV. And I love Two Broke Girls. Kat Dennings is hot. She's Sexy. hot. She's funny. I love her dead attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline's just too chipper for my. But also, she's like cheesy. She's really cheesy. Yeah, they balance. They do. Anyways, I guess we should get started. Getting started in here, and Christina says she's gonna go first. I am. You're gonna be excited for my story today. Ooh, I'm scared, but also excited. So I decided not to do true crime today. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. What are you doing? I decided to do a spirit. <gasps> oh my goodness, are you coming for my game? <laughs> <laughs> what game? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Low key, no. though, honestly. You'll be excited because this is something you want me to ca- cover. Is it the Banshee? Yes. <laughs> that's why when you said it earlier, we oh were talking. Oh, my God. Video. That's why you got, like, the biggest grin. You're like, I do want to cover the Banshee. <laughs> I do want to do that. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> wink, wink, side eye. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you ready? Enchant me with the Banshee. Okay. Have you ever thought that a sound could tell you someone you love that's near you will die, or even the person hearing the sound will die soon. Well, in Irish and Scottish folklore, they had such a sound that came from a figure appearing as a woman. This woman in Irish folklore is actually called a banshee, or as the Scottish folklore called them, the binnai. <laughs> so they're all giddy. <laughs> so for my short story today my resources came from a uh, from uh, two youtube channels uh first one is mythology and fiction explained and the other one is see you in history a banshee is believed to be a fairy whose scream is uh, believed to be an omen of death to those who hear it 
Their scream serves as a warning that a family member's intimate death approaches. It's told that each family member had a banshee of their own, which when I heard that, like I was like, oh, who would be mine? <laughs> I was like, well, mine would probably be scary. <laughs> this spirit can appear to those in different forms. There are tales of women singing songs of sorrow, mourning their lost loved ones. These women were known as keeners and accepted alcohol as payment, which when these, uh, uh, which these women were known as sinners and became, became banshees once they died. Yeah. Banshees are often seen as hateful and angry spirits. However, some banshees had strong connections to their loved ones in life and watched over them in death. When banshees manifest themselves, they usually are portrayed as beautiful women that sing songs of concern for their families. These songs can be heard for a few days before the death of a family member, and it's usually heard by the person that the banshee is warning will die. A more common depiction of a banshee is an angry spirit that hated their families in life, and that hate became amplified in death. And these angry banshees didn't sing songs. Their screams bring chills to your bones. They do this not to warn the family member, but to celebrate their demise. Damn. I know. Damn. So I was like, yeah, that would be my family one. <laughs> Knowing our hateful asses. God damn. I'm <laughs> nah, kidding. That's badass, though. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, if I so if I get a mournful song, that person loved me. If I get a... Hate, <laughs> I was they, hated. They hated your ways. <laughs> you hear a scream? Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I'll take sense. that death. <laughs> um, in other Irish folklore, a banshee is a young girl that suffered a brutal death. These spirits show as an old woman with rotting teeth, long fingernails, wearing rags, and appearing to have red eyes filled with hate. Me. <laughs> I know. Rotting teeth. <laughs> and raggedy clothes. Long nails. Now all you need is a raggedy old, like, dress. And you'll fit right in. I think you have one in here. <laughs> um, tell goes, if you look directly into their eyes, it causes immediate death. Damn. <laughs> they are known to find things... Uh, find taking life pleasurable and they seek out victims. <laughs> yeah. So wait, they don't just warn in this? There's different types. So oh, this, this specific one, one? Yeah, this one um, in Irish folklore, because Irish, Celtic, and Scottish are different. Okay. And yes, Irish and Celtic are different. Irish came first, Celtic came after, and Irish bled into Celtic. So they're very big about that. They are two separate ones. So in Irish we will folklore... We you know. Yeah. <laughs> we will have you know it Irish folklore... Um, one of theirs is that a young, that a banshee is a young girl that suffered a brutal death, and then she becomes this like haggard me, old <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> this haggard old Stefan, this bitch. And because they were killed so brutally, they kill brutally. Damn. So they'll look for people to kill. Loki, because they it's like a vibe. the pleasure of killing. It's a vibe. Which then I was like, kind of like in my Imagine serial killer oh, mm -hmm. mind, I was like, well, what if, you know, 
Um, but then I was like, well, it doesn't make sense because some are boys and some are girls. I was like, what if that kind of spirit goes into some of these killers? Because <laughs> they're spirits. Right? They, they so, can possess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I just like popped in my head for a split second and I was like, no, they're just, there's just certain people like that. <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, I just thought of Jack the Ripper. I don't know why. Weird. Why that popped in my head, and I'm like, I wish Christina would cover that. Just because... It's so much, though. Maybe. I know. Maybe. We might have to take, like, a week off and plan out these big stories for both of us. Because, yeah, there's, like, a few big ones I really want to cover, but they're just, like, so much that I'd have to go into that studying mm-hmm. about them. Just to make sure your facts are right and yeah. not just blum- blumbled. And then there's so much that goes around Drac... Drac... Jack the Ripper... Maybe I'll cover Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Nicholas yeah, Cage Jack. is Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I, we need to go see Renfield. Oh, it's so good. I'm so ready for it. I love Nicholas Cage now again. Like, I was annoyed by him because of his whole shit, but... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. I'm I was excited annoyed because him. when he, I saw that commercial and he was, like, walking in the... Uh, AA meeting or something? Yeah, and he's just, like... <laughs> he, he, like, said something and he goes, like, dark breast. He goes... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Lord of like, Death. He's yeah, like, Lord, Lord of Death, and he giggles, and I'm like... And I was like, yes, I'm going, I'm going right now. <laughs> Pre-buy my ticket. His little giggle. <laughs> I was excited. Uh, but yeah. But I'm excited. I know, me too. Ugh, we need to figure out the dates and get the tickets. Ugh, anyways. It's like April 16th? I don't know. Girl, we going. We're, We're going. going. We're going. Anyways. Any hitters? <laughs> <laughs> hitters, sponsors. Um... <laughs> um <laughs> Somebody wants oh, some hot wings. <laughs> fried pickles, bitch. <laughs> I love fried pickles. Did you hear that stupid, um, I don't know if it's true, but uh, how you get hired, like the last test is if your boobs don't hit the wall before your face, you can't get hired. Really? I heard, I don't know, maybe it's just some stupid thing that they were saying, like a joke or something, but like, I don't know, I could see some white dude making that up in one of the stories. No, the only thing that I've ever heard of was a cr- a and Fitch, I believe it was. Um, when they hired their um, people, they rated them. And if you were under a seven, you did not get hired. Yeah. They usually would just take eight I've heard of that. Days. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah. Now that you reminded me of it. Damn, I hate it. And they didn't know that until they looked at their paper and they saw a number and one girl was like, what is that? And then they're like, that's the scale you rate us. Yeah. Damn, talk she about goes, self-esteem issues. Yeah, she goes, why is it a four? And this girl was gorgeous. Anyways. So I don't buy clothes from them. I can't fit in them, but I don't buy clothes from them anyways. Um... Banshees also appear in Scottish folklore, but are referred to as the Bin Nye, or Bin Nyes. I keep hearing Bill Nye. I know. Bill so Nye it's spelled uh, B-E-A-N, like bean, but it's B-E-A-N. Ben. B-E-A-N. And then Nye is N-I-G-H-E. And um, I even got like, let me just show you. I got the way to like say it. So B and B and E's. Be a, oh, Beanies. Beanies. That's what they're called. Beanies. Oh. Beanies. Be your niece. Be your niece. Be your niece. Be your niece. Anyways. Um, which are also called washerwomen. Washerwomen. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Um, their appearance also represents, uh, like someone's death approaching. Tell goes that they are not meant to be banshees forever. 
only that they would become one until they reached the day they would have died in life. So it's also someone who dies young, brutally, when they weren't supposed to, and then they become banshees. But let's say that this 20-year-old that died, she was meant to die when she was 60, 40 years late, later, she will pass on. She won't stay a banshee. She'll go into this, I think it's this next thing. Yeah, because it says they are not meant to mourn the death of others forever, which implies that they were not born fairies like the other banshees in lore. Because other banshees are fairies. Oh, versus created versus born yeah. banshee. Oh, okay. Wow. That's giving me, like, grim vibes. Yeah. With the hexen beast. How? And, yeah, and then also, um, the Binnais, they don't, uh, wail or scream like the other banshees. Uh, they're, uh, they just, like, are washing. I'll say it. I'm about to say it, but, uh, no, they're not screaming and stuff. They, it's just, like, you're, you're seeing them. Mm. But, um, so, they don't mourn the death of others forever. Um, that implies that they weren't born fairies. Like other banshees, the um, Benais, 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 whatever, not Benais. I want Benais mm, so bad. That sounds so good. Uh, Benais. Um, honey. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> In the little coffee. Mm-hmm. You need to go to New Orleans. We do. Okay. Um, they do not wail or scream like other banshees. When a person dies, she's seen washing the blood from their funeral clothes in a nearby river. It's known that they were able to interact with humans more than the other banshees. And the legend goes that if a benai talks to a human, they have to answer three of her questions. And in return, they can ask three of their own questions. And in addition, be granted a wish of anything they desired. So I thought this was really interesting. And I really wanted to, like, go off topic and, like, from what I was looking at and see if there was any other like tales where they actually had encounters but i was like nah this is what happens when you do a story in there for i was like nah (laughs) just the facts just the facts Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it would be really cool to see like if they have um encounters of these people and what questions yeah what questions they asked what questions were asked of them and if they received anything special yeah i was like ooh, and then i was thinking about it i don't know what three questions she would ask me but I have no idea what I would ask her. Like, well, I am I also, able? I would also want to know what the rules would be. Like, are there rules? Like, what can I ask? What should I ask? And like, well, are these like you know, like dear David, how you asked if like how he died and stuff? Am I asking how they died or what happened to them, or can I just simply ask things that help me, like? Oh, like um, predict the future or something. Yeah. Like that? Oh. Like, are because a lot of their lore is fate based. So, can I ask how I'm going to die? Can I ask, will I, you know, uh, find someone to love? Will I have kids? You know, whatever questions that pop in my head. Interesting. Or do I ask things, like, that help them move on, Mm -hmm. since they're not technically banshees? Interesting. So, it would be interesting to see if there was any known interactions. If it was fate-based questions, what would your questions be? What three questions would you ask? I would ask how I would die. Because mm-hmm. just out of know. curiosity. I don't know. I feel like 
I don't want to know when I'll die, but how I die would be interesting. Because what if they say skydiving? Or not skydiving. Let me just say something else. Uh, what if they say drowning? Well, I'll never know when I'm going to drown. But I'm not going to stay away from the water. Knowing my luck, I'll choke and drown in a cup of water. <laughs> yeah. Just drinking some water. <laughs> or like you fell asleep in a bowl of syrup. <laughs> um, so I could die tomorrow or I could, I could die from drowning in 70 years mm -hmm. so I wouldn't want to know the exact date it's just nice to kind of comforting knowing how it's going to be rather like yeah. than you preparing like I'm going to die in a house fire or some shit yeah because I've always wanted to just oh I hope I didn't just predict how I'm going to die a fucking house ah, fire that'd be fucked up like three years from now Steph and Vera died in a fucking house fire and he predicted it on this from podcast his, from his upstairs um or like I drowned pot in their closet caused a fire in the apartment basically or like <laughs> Stefan predicted his or Christina predicted Stefan's drowning or some shit oh my shit. gosh or Steph gave birth to a baby and it ballooned away oh my gosh <laughs> he died from bleeding out um or watch it's like oh you um you die giving birth and be like well I'm not having a baby I ain't having any babies nope <laughs> not me oh man but yeah I'd probably ask that and then I'd ask like um oh yeah two more questions yeah um would I make a difference in the world like do I make a difference in the world oh like on your current path or in general regardless yeah. of your path regardless am I helping anybody or doing anything because what's the point and then I would fix myself they say no I'd be like okay well I need to change something because obviously I need to do something right and then um what would be my next question um I feel like everybody's gonna be like everyone else would be like who is my true love I'd be like annoyed because what that. if someone did ask that and they said oh your true love's name will be John well then I'm gonna fucking look for John's and avoid all these other possibly wonderful who, guys who may just have that go by John or their middle name's John you know or change their name to John eventually. Yeah. Or, or like a guy that changes, his, or a girl that changes to or a guy. His name is John. And his name is John. <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, I think it, it, yeah, I think it like lowers your. I think that's something that you should just come about. I don't think it's something you should ask. Yeah, that's a big thing. Also, with people who want to force love into their life, like they want to do like love, or like even like what is that word? Word. word. What is that thing where people try and force love like through either like meditation and whatnot make me more attractive to other people can you like hypnotize me into being more attractive as a person be like no <laughs> that's impossible but like i no, feel like that just goes back to they'll just mess with your self-confidence and that's all it is exactly and it's like confidence. and even with people who try and force love it's like maybe that's not meant for you because who knows maybe you're better well, off if you by force yourself. it it's not real that's true. Yeah. Anyways, back to your story. Um, I don't know. What would be my other question? Would our podcast get to 500 episodes? I'm just kidding. Bitch, I said 666 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, you did. You're like, I'm going to get to 666. Bitch, I can barely make it to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that you're like, I call. or text I call Quince. Like, and I'm like, hey, I have my story. Are you ready to record? And you're just like... Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Not I to say like... anything bad, but, like, I love you, Stefan, but you got through... <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, 
That's a great thing the other night. Oh my god. He was like, I'm so proud of you, babe. I'm like, why? And he's like, because you're actually sticking to this. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, I, like, okay. I know we made fun of it last time. He can't keep a job. He wants to quit every time. <laughs> Anytime he has an interest, he's like, it can't over that. <laughs> well, my interests fall through a lot because people are disappointing outside of it. Like, they're not as excited about it as I am. Yeah, or you just don't find the drive anymore. I've lost the fire for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I used to be obsessed with belly dance. Lost that. I used to be obsessed with makeup. Clearly lost that. <laughs> I used to be obsessed with aesthetics. Lost that. <laughs> we'll see where things go. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I think this will be fine. I think that... um it's better because you're doing it with someone. A lot of times you're doing stuff by yourself, too. So. And you're doing it with someone that you trust and love. Me. So. I know. Winter. Hi, baby. <laughs> no, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's an addition. I just love that That's he's a plus. sleeping there. He's just like, I'm going to be here with you guys. He's on my side, though. He loves you more. Okay, so anyways, watching. what would be your three questions? My three questions would definitely have to be... If I played the scratch off every day, <laughs> would I possibly win? No, you should ask, um, what are the next lucky numbers for the scratch off? Yes. Oh, but she could be like one that you can't make it to because one's about to finish and she could give you one that's like done in like three seconds in another country. Okay. What are the next scratch offs for the Texas, whatever it's called, Powerful. for this month? <laughs> Powerball. Um, You're like, Powerball. Of course you would know it. Obviously. Which, I, I help my grandma, like, get her tickets all the time, and I still don't know what the fuck those things are called. I just go like this, because she gives me them, and I'm like, give me one of each, and then two of that one. Here you go. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I would ask that, and then I would ask, what would I ask? Well, it's fate-based, so then I would also ask... Hmm, I, I feel like it has to be kind of cryptic or eerie for me personally. Like, I'd have to be like, did I make one wrong move in causing someone's death that I was unaware of at one point? <laughs> death or um, pain or mm -hmm. anything like that. I'd have to just be like, oh shit, maybe I won't do that next time again. And then... I would also have to ask, maybe, oh, was there a chance that I just missed it by a chance that I was supposed to die? Oh, yeah, like, um, any, like, what are those things called? Like, it's an actual thing. Like, what is it? Not coincidence or ironic, like, just that quick last second decision that changed your fate, your trajectory yeah. to death. Did I ever have one? Mm-hmm. Did I ever have that moment? And if so, which one was was it? What three questions, or just even one of the three, do you think she would ask you? Because you have to answer three of her questions. Fate-based. Alicia's one of them. What do you think she'd ask you? And I have to give an answer? Yeah, otherwise you can't ask your questions and granted, get granted your mm -hmm. wish. I feel like it'd be something so stupid so I couldn't ask my questions. What do you think? She I'd be, she'd be like, what's my name? 
And if I don't know her name, then I can't answer her question. I mean, technically, you're answering her question by saying I don't know your name. That is true. So, you can... Or, she'd probably be like, um... Or in order for me to get the gift at the end or something, or whatever it was, I feel like she'd be like, will you help me find my killer? And then she'd probably be like, will you help me give me a proper burial if she wasn't buried or something like that? Maybe. And then another thing is, would you... She'd probably be like, would you... She'd probably do something really cryptic. She's like, for your final gift of the whatever, if she finished these questions, she's like, would you be okay with me erasing your memory of this whole event and you just getting um, your reward sometime down the road? Or do you want to remember it and your gift is you remembering this whole ordeal? Hmm. Maybe. But what, what, because you can have any wish, what would you wish? And it would be granted. It, it says that. And in addition, a, be granted a wish of anything that you desire. Um, consistency? <laughs> Could I have consistency in something? Oh my god! Aside from my skin routine, <laughs> but even then, I just get I locate them. I skip moisturizer once a week. Um, no, I'd probably be like, I probably I want something. You see, I'm very vain in the sense of I'd want like fame or something. Honestly, I'd be like, can I have like fame or like money and fame? Money that comes with fame, famous money. Can I have famous money? <laughs> Or, like, I don't know, like, the good in me, the good part's like, maybe you could, like, wish for, like, something grand, like, that helpful, like, I want the bees to survive in nature. Or, like, I want Mother Nature to bloom again or something like that. But in reality, I know it's just gonna be about me. I'd be like, <laughs> I answered these questions, they didn't. <laughs> it's I, What would you want? I would want my grandparents' land to be paid off and... Like, I would ask for enough money to pay off their land and buy us two new houses. Ooh. That's all I, that's all I want. The rest will follow. You'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. You're like, I just need enough to get my feet on the ground. And, like, actual houses, not a mobile home. Like, actual homes. Brick and all. I want real homes out there. Yeah. Anyways, back to your story. Yeah, Since you got my answers. I, I don't know. I could probably come up with something better, but whatever. Yeah. We'll probably make but a But if poll. I did one that was vain, it'd probably be, like, just money to get out of debt. <laughs> Loki. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, banshees don't bring death. They are only messengers that bring family members time to prepare for the inevitable. Uh, in Celtic lore, because remember Celtic and Irish are different, mm -hmm. it is said that banshees were either descendants or servants of Morgan. I know. And I went into that, but... uh Oh, of the Morgan? Mor Morgan? 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 
She's a goddess of war and fate. Yeah, Morgan. The Morgan. She's so pretty. She's. I was looking at her real quick, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to go like way into her. Oh no, she's badass. But she looks badass. She's badass. And I thought it was so cool that she comes in like she's also kind of like a shapeshifter, and she can shift into um, crows and ravens because they're always known to be around her. And then she's a sister. Uh, there's three of them. Um, I forgot their names, but like one is like Ban Ban Banshee, Ban no something with a B. And then Mar Mari, and then the other one I think starts with an A. But I was like, I so want to look into them. But I was like, I didn't have enough time to like put her in this too. But I was like, that would be really cool to go over some Celtic lore, because I, you know when I was looking at them they stated that you know not a lot of Celtic lore is popular or real well known because people mostly just talk about Greek um like uh they always Roman talk, they like, always gravitate towards Greek Roman and Norse mythology yeah and people kind of like yeah Celtic's there too but oh well yeah but it's really cool so I may do uh one of the Celtic gods you should. <laughs> so I'm talking about the Morgan. <laughs> yeah, but anyways. Um, that the Banshees appear in battle. When a warrior is killed in battle, they release their long, sad cry. Legend says that in 1437, a Banshee appeared to King James I of Scotland, warning him that his death was near. These types of stories were common in Celtic beliefs. Many women with the gift of premonition referred to as banshees which i thought that was interesting um because even in uh our time they're just they're just like witches in my opinion they were just known as witches mm. or like oh there's another term for people who did like seers oh mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not banshees mm -hmm. um doo -doo -doo. Banshees. This made them very important, and even they decided the five noble families and would only shed tears for the death of one nobleman. So in Celtic belief, they're the ones who decided, like, the founding, like, noble families. Mm. When the Middle Ages came about, Christianity expanded, and the belief of Banshees changed. They were now seen as suffering souls that wandered through cemeteries and abandoned castles. Now, in our modern times, the screams were said to come from owls. That at night, they release a scream that can bring chills, especially on a silent night. Which I thought that was interesting. I don't want to hear what it sounds like, but I'll, I'll believe them. But yeah. Anyways. You never heard an owl at night? No. It's actually really cool. Is it? Mm -hmm. No, I've only heard the... That's a dove. Whatever. <laughs> I only know that from King of the Hill. Loki. I literally only know that from King of the Hill. Okay, they make a sound kind of like that because I remember the owls doing some kind of weird cooing ish, whatever sound at the. <laughs> at the. Uh... Renter? Yeah. Oh. Either that or the zoo. One or the other. <laughs> no. They were being held. No, they make like a weird. But it's more like. With the more like feminine screech in the background, but it's more. It also sounds like bats too, so I get them confused easily. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, They're I thought that was very interesting that, like, now, modern times, we don't really gravitate towards the spiritual. We go more for concrete proof. And so now they're saying, like, those screams were probably owls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you're sucking the fun out of this. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Buzz Killington. And then when I was, like, looking into the Christianity part of it, um, they believe that they were just, like, suffering souls that wandered through the cemeteries and castles. That mm-hmm. they just, like, just took the whole idea of a banshee took that away and they're just like they're just suffering souls they're just in like purgatory they're just roaming the world until they can either move on or they're just stuck here so they took away their mystical yeah they took away the mystical and just left them as a wandering spirit yeah Ugh. people kill everything Mm -hmm. rude Anyways, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Christina. And that was so funny. When I was watching one of the YouTube videos, I think it was the See You in History. Mm-hmm. They have, at the end, when he's doing a sign-off, they have the Banshee scream. Um, and my dog full-on turns around with her bug eye, and it was just like, the fuck? What are you watching? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, sorry. And, and I took it off. <laughs> Because I had it kind of loud. Oh man! And I didn't. I didn't know that they're gonna put a little ah at the end, like, like really loud. Me? She was just like, like literally, you guys can't see me right now, but she like full on turns her head all slowly and looks at me like the hell is that? like she turn that off. Like she's judging you, like yeah. really in front of my salad or some shit. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to look at nature right now because I have the door open with the screen thing and oh, she's like yeah. watching birds play and stuff licking her chomps because she just wants to go eat them. I know her. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I did not expect you to do the banshee. That's I so know. badass. I, I love it. Laura was like, I mean, you already said it in your podcast. You want to talk about it, so just do it. And I was like, you're so right. Stefan's going to flip. So, I did it. <laughs> ah, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it when other people talk about paranormal because, of course, I like to talk about it, but when other people talk about it and I just soak it in, I'm just like, thank you. I know that's how I felt when you did your um, true crime. Oh. I was like, oh my God, you're telling me a true crime. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, yeah. Time that's for you to, so care- cool. to do uh, uh, the unicorn and <laughs> teach me all about unicorns. Because you love unicorns? Yeah. I'll do one if you want me to. I'll probably try. I already did mermaids. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll do it for you. I won't tell you when, though. It's going to be... Su- <laughs> It'll be a surprise. You just start off by going like, today in my story, <laughs> I'm talking about unicorns. And like a handful of glitter at you. Yeah, and I'm going to be like this. Oh, oh my God! I'm going to fangirl. <laughs> and then I'll be like, just kidding. Oh, I'm taking it back. I'm actually doing a true crime story and we're covering (laughs) some bullshit from the southeast of Mexico. Oh my gosh. Oh man, that's so crazy. But when you mentioned the five families and that they watch over or something like that, I've heard that a lot in other people that cover the Banshees. How like not everyone gets to hear a Banshee or whatnot. Like it's specifically only to people who have blood from those specific families. And I'm like, oh, that kind of... It makes it special, but also kind of makes it kind of sad. Because I'm like... But then, I mean, like, the Irish believe that 
um, each family has their own banshee. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That yeah. group of your peers. Um, what was I going to say? The, um, oh, when this other podcast I was listening to when I first started listening to podcasts, like, uh, the real life ghost stories with Em and Dan, um, love you girl. Hope you're doing well, but, um, keep up the good work. Um, she covered the Banshees, I think on episode three or four, she covered the Banshee and it like creeped me and Greg out cause we were both listening to it. Like, I got Greg to listen to it, and I was, like, eight, like, four more episodes ahead of him. But he was, like, dude, the Banshee was, like, intense. And I was, like, exactly. And then, like, about a week later or something like that, because the Banshee always related with, like, three knocks that you hear. And when we were in our apartment, nobody, and I told you about this before, but, like, outside of our um, front window, which there's, no, we're on the third floor, there's nobody, anybody could get up there. And all you hear from the fucking outside in going in is, and I'm like, oh, no, Greg. And he's like, what? I heard three knocks. And we're like, oh, fuck. That means you're going to die. And I was like, oh, my God. Are you going to murder my pussy, Greg? <laughs> Get out. No, it was just really creepy. murdering happening. And it was just really creepy and eerie how that was. And it was following me. And then I was like, why did I see a fucking bird land on our stoop, too, on that window earlier that day, too? And I was like, it was just, I don't know, it was... Spooky, spooky. Some spirit was messing with you. I know the bitch. <laughs> See of spirits. Oh my god. You gotta I'm, start. I'm sitting here. We're like going over something. No, you're walking back from yeah. the restroom. I was walking back from the bathroom. And I stand next to Stefan and I swear I felt one of the cats push up against me to like rub their head. And I turned around to give it like a pet. And I was like, what the fuck? And Greg, like, looks at me, and I'm like, I swear to God, I just felt a cat push up against me, like, wanting attention. And he was like, no. And then Stefan was like, oh, my God, tell her, babe. And then he tells me, you tell his story. He said that, what is it, Friday, he he, uh, finished using some popcorn Tupperware that we have, or, like, pop a Tupperware that we use for popcorn a lot. He put it back up the lid because he was cleaning it out and he put it back in the cabinet the day before and then he was obviously in the bedroom at work and then next thing you know right when I messaged him he said because I was we got a day an hour off early from work and I was like bitch I'm taking it I'm leaving and I was like come pick me up at four o'clock and then he was like right when you send me that message out of nowhere I heard this loud crash and he goes into the kitchen and apparently the lid flew out of the cabinet onto the floor and like I think the other Tupperware did too that it goes to came out and he's like but I put it in there and closed the door and it's been like a few hours like if not like a whole day he's like and then it just was on the floor and the cats were in the living room staring into the kitchen and he's like I don't know what that was why it fell on the floor and I was like maybe another Tupperware managed to like boat out and pushed off the thing and push it and he's like but those doors are kind of weighted for a Tupperware to fly out and I was like I don't know but after hearing Christina's thing and then I brought up two other things when we're doing the podcast on this last two episodes the Dear David one mm-hmm. and the one before when we're recording I don't know if it's still in one or both of them but randomly you might hear a random or some shit like, like it sounds like a growl or like a little scrape or something of the sort and it's so random but um 
I was telling Christina about it, and I was like, it's happened on two of those episodes. She's got that, and he's got this. And I was like, maybe we have, like, a cat, like, a cat died in here, and its spirit's still walking around. We got a cat ghost. That'd be cool. It better not be angry, though, because I don't appreciate No, angry. it wanted attention. I don't appreciate angry And pussy. knowing my weird ass, I was just like, okay, and I just started petting the air. <laughs> I was like, good You gave it its good little baby. love. Aww. I was like, good baby. <laughs> and then it crossed over. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it was like I, I moved forward and everything like it pushed up against me. And she straight up felt it. And I would always see. I was telling Greg, I would always see. Um, I felt like I kept seeing Jupiter or Winter walking by. Like I'm like, oh, oh, they're not here. Like I was gonna be like, hi, baby, or something like that. Nope. And they're just asleep in their beds or like asleep in the bedroom or something like of the sort. And yeah, like, that's so weird. Yeah. And there was cat hair before. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking cat hair. So maybe the cat died and the person's like, I can't live here anymore. I'm moving out because my baby's not with me. Which I totally understand, girl. Or guy. Or guy. Whatever. They. <laughs> I understand they. <laughs> but yeah. Speaking of ghosts, that was creepy today. Man, that's so eerie. And now Winter's in the closet with us. I know, he's asleep under the table, little baby. He's following me. He loves you. Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. I can't believe you did the banshee. That's so awesome. I love it. <laughs> okay. So, for the episode today, I felt the need to travel to a different part of the world. Especially since very soon the Supreme Court could overturn the ICWA, or Indian Child Welfare Act, of 1978, which protects Native children. Oh, is that why you shared that post on Facebook? Yes. Um, and I do urge people to sign the petitions and give support to Native communities because, believe it or not, Native communities have and still are widely forgotten, and the least we can do is support their causes that at least protect their own. I'm very much a huge supporter of Native culture and Natives in general because they've been given the short end of the stick, and they're still given the short end of the stick, and they're widely forgotten, and I feel that they deserve all the help that they can get. Whether they accept it or not, they do deserve help. And no, the government does not support Native Americans like that. Like, don't y'all get paid by the government and whatnot? Why are y'all asking for money? It's like, no. The places that hold the communities around that aren't even somewhat governed by the Natives themselves are getting the money. And who knows what happens? Just like when... I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. When Greg Abbott got that whatever money for COVID relief and he never fucking used it. How what was it? $5 billion? Mm. $2 billion, $5 billion? And he's just been sitting on it and he's not going to use it for COVID relief. He got that back from the government. It's just the same thing. The natives aren't getting that. Other people are getting it, not the natives. So they're that's struggling trying about, to find out. That's why I don't give money to like save the children or whatever because mm -hmm. i feel like you're just giving the founders money are to pocketing the, it yeah not the, just giving money to the the people who need it aren't po benefiting from it at all unless They're i'm putting used. money in the hands of the child suffering i'm not giving you money exactly but yes enough ranting about that but i do highly urge people to support your local natives and natives in general because they do deserve it well I actually wanted to go to Alaska, which Christina has been, mm -hmm. and try to catch a glimpse of a creature called the Ijarak, or mm -hmm. translated to shapeshifter, as they are known by the native Inuit people. Mm -hmm. 
So my sources are from www.leapintothevoidwithme.wordpress.com, www.mythologyplanet.com, and www.theyhideinthedarktumblr.com. And also, I originally saw this story on YouTube from the, um, what are they called? From the people at Snarl. There we go. No Reddit this episode? No Reddit, no wiki. Oh my god, I'm so proud. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> She's been up my ass about using Reddit. <laughs> hey, if you've listened to Reddit, you'd actually be intrigued, but whatever. No, I really should stay away from it. You fall into a rabbit hole of <laughs> it would Reddit. It be a deep rabbit hole. Okay. And you'd see my comments everywhere on there. <laughs> Just Christina Barnes, Christina Barnes, Christina Barnes, Christina Barnes. Damn, this bitch is everywhere. I'm going to start, like, Peter Your own. I'm going to do... <laughs> this story is really grinding my gears, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Basically. It's really grinding my twat. <laughs> so, I wanted to retell this story... I, that I had originally watched on YouTube, which inspired this whole research on this creature. This story was told by Stephanie from Snarled and was written by Sarah, as they showed. So, I wanted to find this story myself personally, but I could not find it no matter what I typed in to look for it. I even typed in written by Sarah, the specific name that they quoted it, could not find it in lettering. So I literally had to copy how they did it from their YouTube page. Mm -hmm. So if y'all want to tell me that it's not right, I can cut it out. But whatever, I'm going to say it because it's a public information. So let me start. Mm -hmm. People become traumatized by their past experience. But if you can't remember what those memories are, it might be more devastating trying to figure those out. The hunting season was almost over, and the chill of winter had arrived. A huntsman was packing up his gear when he heard a rustling in the woods. He quietly went deeper into the forest to see if he could make one last kill. He saw brown hair, brown hair moving slowly in between the trees, no doubt a lone deer. He looked down the sight of his rifle at the deer and did a double take. That was no deer. It was a young boy. Hey, he called through the trees. What are you doing out here? The boy took off deeper into the woods. He took off after the child, wondering what a child was doing out in the woods where it was so cold. He sped around the bend and grabbed the boy by the collar. The boy yelped. Now that they were face to face, he saw that the boy's eyes were filled with terror. The boy's eyes started to swell up with tears. The hunter realized who the boy was. His face was plastered all over town and all over the ranger's station. He had been missing for almost a year. You're Anik, the huntsman questioned. The boy's face went blank. I don't know, the boy replied. Hours later, they returned to town. Anik's family was overjoyed to have their son back. What a wonderful holiday gift. But the authorities needed to know more. After questioning Anik, they realized they were getting nowhere. They asked all the right questions. Did you run off? Were you taken? How did you survive the past year in the Arctic? But the boy shook his head, remembering absolutely nothing. Everyone was frustrated and even accused the boy of lying. That's when the, hunt, when the hunter stepped in to defend the boy. Everyone stop. His memory is gone. That's what happens when you're abducted by the Ijirak. The officer scoffed. They aren't real, just an Inuit legend. Like hell they're not. He grabbed a pencil and paper and began to draw it. 
he began to draw a gruesome sketch of a creature whose mouth and eyes were sideways. When he held up his drawing, the boy began to recall and started to wail. There was no doubt he had seen the beast. As the hunter quickly packed his gear, he began to explain that the Ijirak had been dwelling there in the Arctic from when there were still many rainforests. The home of the Ijirak is said to be cursed and one, one would become lost no matter how skilled or familiar they were with the land. It awaits anyone who passes by their woods and launches its attack. It targets children and kills them. The ones that are spared are cast back out and are left to wander the woods aimlessly and lost. Their memories are wiped clean. The officer asked him how he could possibly know all of that. The hunter opened his shirt and revealed a scar across his body. He was once a boy that the Ijirak had tried to kill. He is possibly, possibly the only one who got away with his memories still intact. Later that day, walking through the snow delirious from lack of sleep, the huntsman called to the creature, I know you're out there. Show yourself. For endless days and freezing nights, he wandered through the woods, trying to track the creature. Plagued with flashbacks from when he was a child, dragged by his hair by the beast as he dug his nails into the ice to stop it. Starting to run away and then being tossed into a tree, finally the beast raced towards him at full speed with his sharp antlers piercing the boy's neck and dragging his horns down his chest. Suddenly, a moan startled the huntsman from his memories. He turns his sight towards the trees. He knew the sound well. He trained his weapon on the trees from the direction of the noise, and he knew he would hit it. As he crept closer to the sound coming from the trees, he saw the unmistakable red eyes looking at him from the ground, the ones that haunted his memory from all those years. He's about to land the fatal blow, but he stopped. His entire existence had been to hunt the enemy. If he killed the beast, now that would be the purpose of his life. Knowing the beast had to scare, had a scare like his own when he was a child, he walked confidently out of the woods. He was certain to return the following year, and the year after that. He realized he wasn't there for the kill, but for the thrill of the hunt, even if that meant letting the Ijirak wander free free to take any other child at any time. Mm -mm. So, the Ijirak are known for mostly attacking children. In particular, they wait in the woods patiently for a victim to pass by, and that's when they attack. The Ijirak attack and kidnap children, then take their children to a hidden and hard-to-find area and kill them, or spare them, but erase their minds and leave them. Where are they getting these children from? Why are these children in the woods by themselves? Why were those kids out running free in the 1950s by themselves and getting strangled by little girls? Period. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> Poverty. <laughs> People. <laughs> but, the Ijidok are mostly known to look like a half-man, half-caribou. What's a caribou? Like a big-ass deer. Okay, so... I'm imagining a man body, but like a deer face and antlers. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Do they got hands or hooves? Hands. Well, it's weird because they have different Finger depictions of how they look, but they're shapeshifters, so. Finger hooves. Finger hooves. Ew, just little, <laughs> little cl <laughs> cloppies on their fingers. Clippity cloppity, clippity cloppity. <laughs> but. 
They are half man, half caribou. However, they take on many different forms, including deer, ravens, polar bears, wolves, even humans. However, however, one quality remains the same regardless of what form it takes. Its eyes, they always remain red. I wonder why that is, like, even in my story, they have red eyes. I guess red is creepy. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, when you look outside and you see cat eyes in the distance, they're always red, so. Oh, yeah. They, the light reflect, or light ref, ref, refract. Refraction. Yeah. People living in this region believe that they are malicious spirits or evil. However, some of the Inuit elders believe that they are simply misunderstood, that they are simply keeping humans away from their dwellings. Their true forms of Ijirak are said to be that of a human. However, with red eyes, a sideways turned eyes, and mouths. Sideways turned eyes. Although many interpretations of the Ijirak exist, one thing seems to be certain. After an encounter with the Ijirak, people tend to experience memory loss and quickly forget the details of what happened. If you ever encounter an Ijirak, remember to talk to as many people as possible before your memory begins to fail and you forget the experience. I would like to also note that get a phone recording of your story. I mean, yeah, now we have technology. So do that And now. kids these days do have phones. Yeah. So record whatever happened and <laughs> take make a TikTok. <laughs> Go Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah. Y'all never believe what I just saw. But the Ijirak are said to inhabit a place between two worlds, not quite inside this one and not quite outside of that one. Inuit further south than the North Baffin group used to hold to a belief that some Inuit went too far north and chased for game and became trapped between the world of the dead and the world of the living, and thus became the Ijirak. Ijirak sorry. According to, a small, to the small handful of surviving elders in the South Baffin region that knew these beliefs, the Inuit that are settled in Resolute Bay and Grisfjord, I hope I'm saying that right, are these shapeshifters or shadow people because they went too far north. Some elders will avoid, avoid being in the presence of extreme northern Inuit, fearing that they are evil Ijirak or Tariyaksuk. I'm assuming it's another version of it. <sighs> the home of Ijirak is said to be cursed and one will lose their way, no matter how skilled or familiar you are with the land. One story about a man named Buot and his wife, Inugu, I hope I'm saying that right, spelled E-N-O-O-G-O-O, and Buot, B-U-O-T-T. B-O-U-T-T. Buot. Buot. I want to say Buot. 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 I hope not. Boat and his wife, Inugu, were said to be out hunting once on the small peninsula across the bay from Freeman's Cove. And Buat, despite being a renowned navigator, became completely turned around. While he and his wife had been there before and they could clearly see the camp where the children were on the horizon, Buat had to closely follow the trail of disturbed chalet and rock to get back. Chalet, isn't that like broken bones or something like that or s-h-a-l-e chalet chalet isn't that like broken bones or like broken rocks maybe but you said chalet and what and uh rock and rock oh trees maybe trees. maybe who knows due to the influence of the Ijirak. 
When Unugu and Buot finally returned to the children, they had discovered an enormous 11-foot polar bear that was circling the camp, sizing their children up for a meal. Another famously skilled Inuit hunter, Mark Amorolak. Oh, it's a type of rock. It's that flat, broken-looking rock. Oh, yes, I was right. Sedimentary rock formed mm. from mud and is mixed with flakes of clay min- minerals and tiny fragments of other minerals. Mm. Another famously sharp. skilled Inuit hunter, Mark Amarulalik. Amarulalik? Mark A M A R U A L I K. Amarulik. Amarulik. This sounds like I'm saying Amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> also of Resolute Bay. Was said to have experienced this disorientation in the same place on a hunting trip a year before. The Inuit believed that Ijerat, due to this confused Inuit or people, um, and to keep them from moving into their areas, it is believed locally that that is why Buat and Amaralek experienced this disorientation. So they believe it's like the energy that they give off or something causes people to start forgetting what they're doing and they get lost easily just to keep people away. I do that in general. <laughs> it happens to me naturally. Uh, yeah. I guess um, it, affects, it affects me too from such a distance. So this is a picture of one depiction of a Ijirak in their with half, a child. half caribou form. With a child. Looks like a snake tongue. Mm-hmm. And then I have another one. This is the Ijirak with the sideways eyes and mouth. How they look. Oh, gross. And the YouTube channel, they have their own drawing of that's literally similar to that one. And it is weird and creepy. Here it is. Huh, that weirdly looks familiar. Right? I think it's the pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But, um, yeah, that is the Ijerak from the Arctic. Ooh. I wonder if, because in, um, Alaska's very cold, if these creatures have, like, fur all over them. Oh, right. To stay warm. Well, they believe they're naturally human. They were human that went too far north, and then they got cursed by whatever land they went to. And so now they became Ijirak, and so then they became shapeshifters. Kind of reminds me of the um, SWs, how they which they were medicine people who started practicing more dark arts and became and um, you didn't understand what I said. Right? Mouth that again? Why don't you want to say I'm it? I'm not saying that. I'm not bringing Skin that to Skinwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm it. sure I've said it at least 50 times. Well, you I'm have fun out in your trailer. But, um, he's fine. He's literally got his head down still. Okay. Yeah, but, um... booty. <laughs> yeah, it reminds... It's very similar to that, how they, like, start taking dark magic, and then they start shape-shifting into other creatures... And then it also kind of reminds me of Wendigos, um, how they're like, they did something evil, they became cannibals, which gave them Mm -hmm. supernatural abilities, and they started like morphing and changing into more something more unhuman. Yeah. And 
it's very interesting how these almost like trailing down lower south it's really interesting yeah how they're very animalistic in nature the looks it's very very interesting very cool but um that was my story of the Isha Rock. I thought it was really cool. Isha Rock. And, um, so yeah, I just felt I wanted to do something f- far from Japan. Yeah. <laughs> he was telling me lately, and I, I didn't, it didn't hit me until, like, he was telling me, but then I was like, oh yeah, your stories mostly have been of Asian descent. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm like, I have a thing for Asian stories. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. But yeah, that was my story. And what did you think of the Yishirok? I'm glad that I wasn't a kid raised in that time. No kidding. <laughs> Same though. Ooh, I almost got a cramp. I just didn't understand how. So that guy who went back, um, that survived when he was a kid. Uh, so he had another encounter. When he was a child, he did. Yeah, but was it an adult? No. No. Yeah. Until he ran into the kid, and then he went back, and went hunting for the creature. I I wonder if it's kind of like a thing that kids can only see and adults can't. Like mm. um, oh, what is it? Oh, kind of like how kids can see spirits or cats yeah. can see spirits, but adults can't because they lose that that innocent gift or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he just can't see it. I think it's more so a sense of, you know, obviously it's just a lesson to keep kids from going out into the forest. I mean, yeah, but not if this guy survived and went after it. Yeah. You made me yawn. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, fuck that hunter, too. I mean, you could have ended, like, a lot of suffering to come, but just because you want to hunt, like, dude, you don't even eat them. You hunt deer. Yeah. You're fine. You're not losing your actual prey. You were, It's not like you were even looking for it before the kid. Like, calm down, dude. Typical boasting of a male. Whatever. 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 And that's another thing, too, is that they shape shift, right, into deers and polar bears. So you never know if, like, what you're hunting. Mm-hmm. So... Because you, you also so said it could turn into humans. Mm-hmm. So what if it was the little boy? And <laughs> he gave, put the family in danger. That's funny. But remember, there's only one quality that they can't shapeshift. Their red eyes. Yeah. But he didn't say he looked into the boy's eyes. Yeah, he did. Oh. The kid's eyes started swelling and started tearing up. Oh, okay. Fuck. Never mind. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, well, any kids you come across are humans... That are wearing sunglasses in the middle of night. Be very wary. So now we got to look out for black-eyed kids and red-eyed kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Ray-Bans. Mm-hmm. And if they got a sideways mouth, run. <laughs> and eyes. Yeah. The way you did that, you reminded me of, like, freaking um, the ring. Oh, the bitch in the fucking pantry just... <laughs> Your face. Oh my god, if you were to ever die like that, I, I would be, like, sad, but I'd be laughing and taking pictures of you. <laughs> like, oh my god, Snapchat. <laughs> Guys, uh, he's really dead. <laughs> Look at this fucking face. I can't even fix it. <laughs> Damn. But, yeah. I, I will Shit, say, I would do that, too, to myself. I know. I am that friend that you, like, fall, 
I'm going to laugh my ass off, but I'm going to make sure you're okay. Are you good? Okay, because that was fucking funny. That was funny. Oh, dude, you busted your ass. And I'm that one friend that's like, want to see me do it again? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that looked like low-key fun. Let me try. (laughs) (laughs) Low-key, that was hilarious, but also gave me such a rush. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um... Should we cut it now or should we wait a little bit? Why? I was just wondering. Do you want to talk some more about anything? No. What what time are we on? We are at one twenty-seven. Oh, that's fine. Cause we're gonna cut it and it'll probably be at like one. And then are we putting the new? Oh, uh, did you want to put one? it on this one? We yeah. can do it on this one. Okay. Since we've already done two episodes with the other two. Yeah. Like we said before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, well, guys, thanks for listening to our stories. And as always, uh, please rate, like, and follow. And, you know, just support us. We're s- still working on everything, but hopefully we'll get YouTube up and running soon. Yes. So you can look at us on that, too. And uh, support your local natives. And okay. also support natives in general. And if you hear any kind of screaming in the woods, watch out. Um, red eyes, people look out for red eyes <laughs> and sideways mouths and sideways eyes. Spooky Uchi. And if you hear three knocks run, <laughs> it might be a banshee. <laughs> All right. Well, well thank, thank you, you guys. guys. Bye. Steph, where are you? I can't hold this thing off much longer. <laughs> The runes are set. Give me your hand. Spiritus invoca hoc esse cord ex hoc nomine Elvira Pelletur. Why is nothing fucking happening? Wait, maybe they don't speak Latin. Uh, I call upon the spirits to banish this being from these grounds in the name of Elvira and that blessed bosom I banish thee! That actually worked. Elvira does it again. Wait, Christina. Christina? Christina, where are you? Oh, sorry. I was grabbing my, um, stuff. Anyways, let's go. Really? (sighs) So this is an interesting investigation. Can't believe it led us to having, us to having to do a banishing ritual. Wonder where we'll go next. Well, I have been following these whispers from New York. Wanna go check it out? Deeper into the dark we go. Let's go.